0: <laughs> you didn't see the powder guy when you walked? Damn
1: it. Hope you're not painting by the hour. Clap for the camera. Boom. Sink. Also, it looks cool. Chit chat with Pillow Cat. Hey, Matt. Hi, Christina. I hate to tell you this. What? I'm allergic
0: to cats. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, don't look at me, kitty.
1: You stay over on that. side. i start side.
0: itching as soon as I see a cat.
1: If you sneeze, we'll stop and get rid of them.
0: Okay. I'm glad you have these sneeze protectors on your <laughs> microphones. That's what these are, right?
1: They're sneeze protectors, yeah. phlegm protectors, everything else. Very cool. You know. Thank you, you for- it ch- all here. We have a lot here. You do. We have a camera. We have two microphones. We have a couch. We got a turntable. And we have a turntable over there. And we have a hypoallergenic cat that's a pillow.
0: Okay. My, my right eye's a little twidgy. <sighs> Sorry, Kitty. Come here, pillow cat. I'm a dog person.
1: Oh, we know. Okay. We know. I think the entire social media network (laughs) (laughs) is aware of that. Uh, Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. I asked you because you are a friend, musician, colleague of mine. We work together on Music Beds for Discovery, and we are in the beginnings of an EP that we're putting together. We make music a lot Mm -hmm. together, and I thought to myself, I'm going to ask as many of my smart, creative friends as I possibly can a lot of questions about themselves to see if we can help other people who. Oh, want we
0: love talking about ourselves.
1: Pro, right. pro of being friends with creatives. Yes. They always yes. want to talk.
0: Wait, you want to talk about <laughs> me? Me? Okay.
1: So let's start. You have a word that you love. Let's start with that.
0: Oh, my word! My word of the day. It's actually been the word of the year, and uh, my Pellissippi students know it because I always write it on the board whenever I come into class, and it's autodidactic,
1: which means to be self-taught. Okay. Let's break that down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why do you write that on the board?
0: I write that on the board because I, I I teach lessons privately in my home, and then I also teach at Pellissippi. And I see these students really once or twice a week, and it's for a very limited time. And there's so much to learn in music production and in music in general that that limited time that I have with them is really just a gateway drug into the wild, wild ocean that's out there. Um, and there's so many resources and there's so many materials that you can find on your own. And I think of myself as a guide that just sort of opens the door for students. And I, I kind of point to other hallways they could go down. And I try to guide them as much as possible, but I can't do the work for them. Right. And so what I I really want to instill in in people that are in music production or in any creative field is you have to teach yourself. It's great to have a teacher. It's great to have a leader and a guide, but you've got to do the work yourself.
1: Yeah, the teacher's not going to do it for you. No. And like we mentioned while we were setting up, you're not not hurting the teacher's feelings, right? You're hurting yourself. No. If you're not putting the work in, everyone else around you is. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not in the same class as you, someone out there in the industry is putting the work in. Yeah. And that's a job you're not going to get.
0: Well, ironically, I'm a teacher and I'm not trying to talk anybody out of going and getting lessons or going and getting a degree. (laughs) I highly suggest you do it it's how I got to where I am, but I wouldn't have gotten as far as I've gotten if I hadn't taught myself along the way. Right. There was no class for Ableton Live, which is this DAW that I have been using almost exclusively for 10 years. Um, when it came out, there was literally one book that came with the software and it was the reference manual and that was it. What, I had to read the reference manual to get started. What version What version of Live are you talking the about? The first the very version. First one? Yeah, the very first one. Oh, so I watched things change and turn and you know in the industry and even with like the internet (laughs) because you know there youtube was was barely a thing right and people weren't putting up these really well-made tutorials and there were there were no forums and there were no user groups and there were no meetups and there were no uh you know electronic music production schools there was none of that all i had was my previous experience working with cakewalk and sonar in my you know in my basement when i was a kid Um, To to get me started, and so it I had to push through, and I had to figure it out.
1: Would you be where you are now, having gone a different path, if you'd had somebody like guiding you and holding your hand through Ableton?
0: No, no, absolutely not. Because along the way, I've had to solve. You have to solve so many problems, and if you can, if you can become a problem solver, you can do anything. Yeah, especially with music production.
1: I forget who it's like the CEO of Best Buy or something said like he would rather hire. 10 problem solvers that knew nothing about their products than 15, 20 people that knew about the products, but didn't care. Mm -hmm. Right. For the exact same reason. Mm -hmm. If you, if you have somebody who you can't keep away from something like they're, they're crazy interested in guitar. They're going to learn guitar, even to spite somebody saying, don't learn it. Mm -hmm. That person's going to succeed no matter what. Absolutely. They might succeed faster if they have the right teacher, but they're still going to get where they're going.
0: And a good teacher can curate and filter information. Uh, There's a lot of it out there now. So my job is to decide what's the important chronology of of learning this information and to set up basically a foundation and like yeah. this is where you start and this is where you go and I can tell you that from my 20 years of experience right. doing it um that can quicken your your pace right, right. that's what a good teacher can do or a yeah. good program can do um but again you're not you're just going to fall flat on your face if you're not spending the time in between digging in and experimenting and you know that's that's where i see um the just the lack of i can i can always tell The students that I work with are the ones that are there before class starts. They're coming in and they're working on the the weekdays. We don't have class. And they bought the software. They at least downloaded the trial and they're working on it at home on the weekends. Those are the ones that are ultimately going to be successful because they're learning through doing. And the ones that just show up and work for an hour and a half twice a week because it's required they're like this is hard God. i'm not getting anywhere of course you're not getting no, anywhere. you're not
1: and we use it every day <laughs> yeah we use uh, you use ableton constantly i use ableton use logic as well and like if you're not on top of it every week those hotkeys disappear mm-hmm. like Plus i'll forget like what's consolidate again alt j no that's not it it's this mm-hmm. it's uh, maybe try six other things like having that refreshment in your head constantly and that constant familiarity with it keeps you at the top of your game. Same
0: with the music part of it, right? If you're producing a song when you're making creative decisions in a in a piece of music, you start to build a tool set, right? And you can either keep falling back on that same tool set like this is how I always do my bridge and this, this is my I, blues
1: solo. This is
0: how I always record my <laughs> drum kit. Right? You're going to fall back on that over and over again. So if you're not practicing every day, you're going to get pretty stale and you're not going to improve anyway. So it's it's the same for the music part of it too. Let me
1: let me ask you what you think about this. So the deeper I get into production and the deeper I get into music, the deeper I get into songwriting, the more vulnerable and the harder it seems Mm -hmm. because I learn more about it. Do you ever Mm -hmm. feel that? Like the frustration of when you first learn something, like just getting by in Ableton was a success. Mm -hmm. Like I know how to do this now. Mm -hmm. I know the difference between arrangement view and session view. I understand how MIDI works. I'm making these like steps forward. As you get into 15, 20 years of doing it, I run into things that – simple things are easier, but the overall tasks and the overall like creative process seems to get harder because I'm learning more about it.
0: You're more sensitive. You think that's right? it? Yeah. I think it's that feeling if you've ever written a song or produced a track – And you love it and you think i'll never do anything as good as this again and then you try to top that right as you move on um and then also your ears become more sensitive and i can look back at something i did 10 years ago and honestly say that was crap you know or it was what it was for the time being but it was novice and it was amateur and now i can hear i can hear things that i couldn't hear before Mm -hmm. right so that's the part that makes it more difficult because i can hear the mistakes hear the details in a way that, you know, if I just got an idea down, if I got a loop down, I thought it was a, a awesome, yeah. you know, the, at the get go. And now it's like there's there's so many more elements to that that make music interesting or, or make creative content interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and to keep my own interest is, is more difficult. Right.
1: That's so, maybe what it is for me. Yeah.
0: And then you have to taper that with, you know, not making things so complicated that other people aren't going to enjoy sure. it. So it's, it's balancing that attention to detail and that, that growth. Yeah, it definitely makes things harder.
1: What advice would you give a young version of yourself just cracking into Ableton for the first time?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um,
1: Someone who's just got Ableton 10, like a version of you that you see in class, who's hungry for the software, they're yeah. hungry to learn. What, what advice see, do you I give I see them? a
0: lot of that, right? These, my scarf looks silly. Um, <laughs> I see a lot of young people that are hungry to learn, um, but they're so hungry to learn and they're so enthralled with the software that they forget to step back and think about the music. So they they don't have a vision, mm-hmm. right? And so if I could step back and tell my the younger version of myself, Christina, what are you trying to say? And what does it sound like right. before I actually started? Yeah. I probably would have not made three terrible records. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I see that too with nov they get so excited that they made a track, right? right. And they've got three minutes of some repetitive loop, and they're just so excited that they made a track. But they didn't ever stop and think, w- "What kind of what style of music am right. I trying to make? What, what what's my message? You know, what's what's the vision that I'm going for what's in the, in the, the end?" Out the window? Yes, yes, absolutely. I, and I still do that. I still I think that one of the greatest things about working with you on this discovery project has been that it's very specific. It's, yeah, it's a here's a topic, here's a genre. Here's the yeses and the noes that you can and can't do. And I think, you know, I think we've written some of the best songs probably yeah. of, of either one of our careers just yeah. because of those boundaries. Having and boundaries. a grid to work yeah.
1: from is, th- is the greatest gift you can give somebody, mm-hmm. especially as a creative.
0: And you don't give it to yourself. No. You're, I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make yeah. the most amazing music. <laughs> yep nobody's ever heard anything like it you know
1: i used to tell myself because i you know me i I think we've worked together long enough now that you can see each other's kind of quirks and 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 things that they're into right like i love the art of the production much more than i do the song structure Mm -hmm. which bites me in the ass all the time Mm -hmm. um and i always have to remind myself like a tool is not a song like, oh, I learned how to sidechain. That doesn't mean you made a song. Right. That means you learned a technique. Mm-hmm. And that technique can be applied to a great song. Mm-hmm. But that great song exists on its own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just mm-hmm. because you learned a new thing. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I've heard people say, like, oh, you bought a new guitar pedal. So now every song you write has that guitar exactly. pedal.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that can be translated to... Um, the music we choose to listen to right your your education is the music that you choose to listen to and how you choose to listen to it yeah and younger version of myself only liked a particular style of music what was that style oh my god i don't even remember <laughs> so it was like <laughs> i mean it started it was like tori ms you yeah, know yeah, whatever yeah. whatever yeah. it was just like i liked a particular style of music and then it was like i'm gonna write chamber pop and, and then it was like i only like swedish pop music and I think once I started to see the beauty in all different styles of music and at least open my mind to different ideas, I think that's when I really grew. Sure. From even from a production standpoint.
1: It's funny as I get older, I understand every genre much more than I mm-hmm. ever did before, and you also stop hating things.
0: Yeah, there's no need to hate. There's
1: no need to hate it. You mm-hmm. understand the reason for it. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you like it is one thing, but knowing the applicable reason for the thing mm-hmm. as a producer is really helpful and that's good that's
0: being autodidactic i mean listening to music that you wouldn't normally try to listen to that's you teaching yourself right right how to listen
1: and nine times out of ten if you learn something you're going to at least enjoy some of it Mm -hmm. right if you learn about hip-hop chances are you're going to start digging a little bit of hip-hop if you learn about like heavy metal drum production or something you're going to learn something from that Mm -hmm. whether or not you incorporate it or not it's helpful to have that as a creative.
0: Do you think that you have to have a hunger to learn? Is, is that is that part of this?
1: I think it I think you can't truly be in this industry without it. Okay. Because nobody needs another producer, nobody needs another band, nobody There's needs a lot another of music song out there. And if you're not cutting through, what are you doing? True. You're going to be under miles and miles of amateur musicians. Mhm. The people that actually care and the people that are going to be hungry every single day are the ones that are going to be successful, Yep. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's why I love talking about this with you, because you see it on people almost immediately.
0: Mm-hmm. You do. I, I had a student in class a couple of weeks ago just throw his hands up in the air and say, this is too hard. And I, my reply to that well was, well, if that's how you feel about it, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. Because, yes, it is very hard. And that's what motivates me to move forward is that, yes, this is hard. I get a kick out of solving problems, right. whether it's a technical issue with a computer that's not functioning correctly, or if it's a, you right. know, a DAW issue, or if it's um, a song structure issue, I like solving problems. Those little things just get me through my day. Right. And I feel like I, I feel a lot better. Same. But I guess not everybody has that. So maybe you have to ask yourself if you have what it takes to
1: absolutely to and, push and, through. and what's your thing that you're passionate about right like you don't have to be passionate about miking the piano and playing the piano and writing the song no, and producing it find the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. and surround yourself with people to do the rest mm-hmm. that's i'm starting to learn the value of that
0: i've learned so much from you speaking of <laughs> Ditto. learning Ditto. oh my gosh collaborate with people yes
1: yeah yeah find other people that have that hunger and see what you can learn from them Mm -hmm. it's if someone's hungry to learn and they have a knowledge of ableton and you throw ableton advice at them they're going to absorb it like a sponge Mm -hmm. because they want to yep because it makes their life better makes their creativity better that's the beauty of this industry is the amount of knowledge out there which is why i want to do this why i want to talk to people like you and and get in front of a microphone with people who have something they can teach
0: so what are you going to use to remove the chainsaw from this audio I think we're going to
1: leave it in. leave it we should mic it
0: because i want to learn how you're going <laughs> to get that chainsaw out of this
1: <laughs> thank you so much for swinging by yeah. we'll do many 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 more um Chit-chats. autodidactic
0: autodidactic be autodidactic yeah. you people out there Boom. Ah, that 15 minutes